Well, hello. Welcome to another Scattered Saints podcast. Thanks for joining us today. We are continuing our Essential series, and we have a special guest this morning. Uh, You may not have heard her speak for a while, but it's always a privilege to have her come on and speak. And uh, it's Pastor Desiree Esslinger. She's always got an amazing word for us. So uh, without further ado, why don't we jump in? Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is that you are watching. I just want to say welcome to church. It is an honor to be here with you today, and I am just so ready for what God is going to do. So I hope you're ready, and I hope you've got your Bibles, because we are going to start and we are going to jump right into the Word. So grab your Bibles, and we are going to go today to Proverbs chapter 2, and we're going to read right through from 1 to 11. So Proverbs 2, 1 to 11, here we go. My child, listen to what I say and treasure my commands. Tune your ears to wisdom and concentrate on understanding. Cry out for insight and ask for understanding. Search for them as you would for silver. Seek them like hidden treasures. Then you will understand what it means to fear the Lord, and you will gain knowledge of God. For the Lord grants wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He grants a treasure of common sense to the honest. He is a shield to those who walk with integrity. He guards the paths of the just and protects those who are faithful to him. Then you will understand what is right and just and fair, and you will find the right way to go. For wisdom will enter your heart and knowledge will fill you with joy. Wise choices will watch over you. Understanding will keep you safe. Church, let's pray together today. God, we just thank you so much for who you are. We thank you that you are good. We thank you that you have endless abounding mercy. We thank you for your grace. We thank you that your hand is in and over and above all things. And so we just ask today that you would speak whatever word it is you have to each and every one of our hearts, that you would lead and guide and direct this moment for your name's sake. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Church, I am so excited to be with you today. Um, I want to start by asking this. Have any of you, and I'm going to assume it's a pretty large number, um, had the wonderful experience of the middle of the night when it's pitch black and you wake up and you either need to use the washroom or you need to go check on one of your kids, maybe one of kids is crying or has had a bad dream, and you have to get up while you are half asleep and you are trying to just navigate whatever is in your path, in your room or in the hallway, and you are just trying to make your way through without doing major harm or damage to yourself or to something else, and you found yourself feeling just completely disoriented and like so frozen, like you just don't even know what to do, and some, but somehow you managed to make it. Um, I don't know if that's happened to you. It's definitely happened to me on a number of occasions. I do think, though, because I have kids and because I experience the newborn phase, I'm quite used to the get up half tired, half out of my mind and navigating things kind of like a ninja. Not going to lie, I've got some skills in the ninja department. But 
I'm sure we have all had some experiences like that where you've had to navigate when you are just tired and it's dark and you're out of it. Or have you ever, this is the second question, have you ever, uh, if you had kids or have kids or as a teen, um, maybe played this game where where you have, um, it's like a bat or a stick and you stick it on your head and you put it down and you spin around and around and around and around in circles and then you stop and you have to try and get to a destination and you are completely disoriented. You feel all over the place. You can't even see straight. And you maybe, if you're a little bit weak in the stomach, maybe you feel a little bit queasy, a little on edge, a little out of place. I don't know. I, if you have experienced either one or both of those, I say that to say, I feel like trying to navigate in the dark when you are feeling disoriented, when you are feeling off balance, when you are feeling dizzy from, from feeling like you've been spun around and you are just feeling like you're out of control or maybe you're frustrated. Maybe you've come out of it with some war wounds, some of those situations. And, you know, I don't know about you, but for many people, these last number of months, you know, it feels like that's kind of an accurate description of what it's been like, where you just feel completely um, disoriented, where you are in the proverbial dark, where you just don't know what's going on, what's around you. You are exhausted. You have fatigue. Um, you, you just are feeling so out of place and disoriented and in the dark. You f- are feeling like you are in the proverbial dark when it comes to information and knowledge about a physical threat that we cannot see called this virus, COVID-19. And, and we don't even fully understand it at this point. And there is uncertainty all around us, uncertainty about the economy, about jobs, about, about school. Do your kids go to school? Do they homeschool? Do they do 50-50? What do you do? And, and, and even about church, do we open? Do we close? Do, what do we do? And there's just so much going on and everything seems shaky and unknown and out of control. And yet in the midst of it all, we are having to continually make decisions, rapid decisions every day that feel big and they feel weighty and there feels like there's pressure and there's stress. And it's like there's never enough information to even make an educated, rational, logical decision. And there's all this conflicting information and perhaps it's even felt, it's left you feeling like you have some decision fatigue right now, or worse, and I don't know if you knew this, but there is actually such thing as decidophobia. Decidophobia. That is the irrational fear of decision-making. I feel like in this season, it is very likely that there are some people experiencing a little bit of decidophobia where I just do not want to make a decision anymore. I don't want to have to have that pressure. I don't want to have to have that stress. I don't know what to do, where to go, how to decide. How do I make a decision in all of this craziness that feels very dark and very overwhelming? It's like there's just this giant black hole of questions and decisions. And what you need to know today 
is that where there is darkness, where there's a void, where there is no clarity, the first thing God always does consistently is he brings light into the situation. From day one, this has always been the case. If you turn with me back to the beginning of the book, that's right, we're going back to Genesis 1. Genesis 1, verses 1 through 5, it says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was formless and empty, and darkness covered the deep waters, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light was good. Then he separated the light from the darkness, and God called the light day and the darkness night. And evening passed, and morning came, marking the first day. The first day. Step one, let there be light. God always consistently wants to infuse light into the darkness, into the dark spaces, into the dark moments, into the dark times, into the dark seasons. He wants to infuse his light. Let there be light. His plan and his purpose is always to bring light into the darkness. John 8, 12 tells us that Jesus spoke to the people once more and he said, I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. Jesus is the light that leads to life. You don't need to walk in darkness. You don't need to walk in what feels like a black hole. You don't need to walk in that without light. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He is the light and the direction and the clarity that you need right now. And can I tell you, church, there is nothing needed more right now than for Christ to shine light and illuminate our current situations. Wisdom, insight, understanding, discernment, and revelation, what Jesus brings to help illuminate, we so desperately need right now. Let there be light. Let there be light. We need Jesus to illuminate, to bring light to all that we are experiencing, to all of the change, to all of the decisions, to all of the newness, to all of the uncertainty right now. See, and, and earlier I, I mentioned the physical threat, the, the virus, what we can, what we know that is out there that we we can't see. But church, what what I also think that I am supposed to remind us of today is that there is a spiritual threat that we cannot see. It is essential that you know and remember that there is always more going on than meets the eye. There is more going on here right now than just a virus. There is, and I don't say that to downplay this virus, but I say that to say there is more going on than that. There is more going on than the economy 
and then there's more going on than, than all of the uncertainty, there are things at play that we cannot see and we so desperately need that wisdom, that insight, that understanding, that discernment and that revelation that only comes from Jesus, that comes from the light, the light that leads us. Scripture tells us in Ephesians 6, 11 to 12, to put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. There is a battle going on that is so far beyond what we can see. And I think sometimes instead of putting on God's armor, when there's a battle, when there are things going on around us, when we feel like there's this darkness encroaching, when we feel overwhelmed, when we feel the weight of situations and what's going on around us or what's going on in our own families or in our own lives, I think sometimes instead of putting on God's armor, when there's a battle or when we're surrounded by darkness, we put on blinders. We put on blinders. We don't seek insight or direction or, or anything. We just, we just hunker down and, and we want to plow through with the blinders on using our own wisdom and our own judgment to make assumptions and decisions or come to conclusions about what we should do or how to respond or how to react. The problem with that is when we put those blinders on, we prevent ourselves from gaining full understanding of what's actually going on. And we block ourselves from seeing the entire picture, a picture that is only, that only the light of Christ can reveal. We need to take the blinders off and we need to put on the armor of God to be battle ready. We need to take those blinders off. John 1, 5 says, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness cannot extinguish it, cannot extinguish it. I don't know where you're at. I don't know what this, these last six months have looked like. I don't know what your past has looked like. I don't know if you feel like you've been fumbling around through the darkness, if you've been fumbling around trying to make decisions, if you have decision fatigue, if you are feeling stressed, have you just been plowing through, just trying to get through And who's been leading you through it? Has it been you? Or has Jesus been leading you through? Has he been leading your thoughts? Has he been leading your decisions? Has he been leading your actions? Or has it been you? Who's doing the leading? I can tell you from my own personal experience that when I am feeling stressed, I'm feeling tired, exhausted, fatigued, emotional, like I don't want to make any more decisions, when I'm feeling confused, when I'm feeling unsettled and uncertain, usually that is a pretty good indication for me that I have my blinders on 
and I'm just trying to plow through and I'm just trying to do it in my own strength and with my own thoughts and with my own ideas and with my own wisdom from whatever I've seen or heard, you know, whether it be from, from other people or from the news, goodness, the news, you would get so many conflicting ideas that would cause so much confusion. But church, we don't, we need the light of Christ to illuminate the truth right now. We need the truth. The truth is what sets us free. The truth is what gives us peace. The truth is what leads to life. We need the truth that sets us free. We need Jesus, the light who lives, who leads. We need his wisdom. We need his discernment. We need his direction in these days. C.S. Lewis said this. He said, it's not the load that breaks you down. It's the way you carry it. How are you carrying your load? See, Jesus said, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And that doesn't just mean a physical weariness and a physical exhaustion. It also means in your mind, if you are tired, if you are weary of making decisions, of trying to figure out what's going on, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest rest. I will give you peace of mind. I will give you peace of heart. I will give you wisdom. I will give you discernment. I will help you make those decisions. I will help you see what you can't see. I will help you know and understand what's best for your family, what's best for your kids, what's best for your job, what's best for your business. I will give you rest and I am the light who leads. Jesus is the light who leads us through. When he leads, it doesn't mean that there's an absence of darkness. It doesn't mean that the trouble just goes away, but rather there is a presence of peace and a weight that is lifted and a direction is given through the trouble. He wants to lead you through and wisdom knows the way. So today, will you Take a moment to just look at yourself, to reflect inward and say, Do I ha- have I had blinders on? Have I been walking in my own strength? Have I been trying to walk in my own wisdom and in my own judgment? Have I been trying to figure things out on my own? Have I been trying to understand what's going on and decipher between what's true and what's not true? Have I been doing that on my own? Or have I been relinquishing that to Jesus and saying, Lord, I need your wisdom. I need your truth. I need your discernment. Would you please show me what's true and what's right and what's good and what is the right path for me right now, for my family right now? And when you do that, He will give you peace, the peace that passes all human understanding, all human knowledge, everything that we think we know. Remember, there is so much more that we cannot see and will only be illuminated by the light of Christ. He sees it all. He knows it all. And he will lead you through. Maybe you're watching today and you say, I need that relief. I need that reprieve. 
I'm so tired. I'm so frustrated. I'm so confused. I don't understand what's going on. This world has gone crazy. We've been flipped upside down and, and I am so scared and I'm so uncertain and I just need Jesus. I just need Jesus. I just want to know what to do. I want to know where to go. I want to know how to walk through this. If that's you today and you have never asked Jesus to walk with you, if you have never asked him to be a part of your life, if you have never asked him to be the one to lead and direct your steps, I'm telling you today, this is your moment because he is waiting for you. He has answers for you. He has direction and purpose for you today. So if that's you, we aren't going to waste a moment. I'm going to ask you to bow your head and close your eyes and pray with me. And you need to know that everywhere, everyone watching who has already done this is praying along with you and they are praying for you because they know the impact that Jesus will have on your life. They know the impact and the love that you will experience and the peace that you will experience when you welcome him into your situation and into your life. So would you just pray with me now? All you need to say is this, dear Jesus, I need you. Right now, more than ever, I need you. So I give you everything. My wins and my losses, my sins and my successes, my fears and uncertainties, my dreams and my hopes. I give it all to you. Forgive me for doing it on my own without you. I invite you to be the Lord of my life today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If that's you, if you prayed that prayer, you need to know that Jesus is standing with you and he is just waiting to speak to you, to share with you what he has for you through and in the middle of all this craziness. He is the light that will lead you through it all. And I just would like to pray this over you, church, today out of Ephesians chapter one, starting in verse 16. Partway down it says, I pray for you constantly, asking God, the glorious Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, to give you spiritual wisdom and insight so that you might grow in your knowledge of God. I pray that your hearts will be flooded with light so that you can understand the confident hope he has given to those he called his holy people who are his rich and glorious inheritance church may your mind may your heart may your home may your family today be flooded with light may you experience his presence 
in a new way. And may you see and hear and feel him in such a unique way that he would speak to you, that he would give you new wisdom, new insight, new discernment as we step into this fall season where there's a whole nother realm of uncertainties. Can I tell you, you don't have to step forward with fear and trepidation, but you can step into this next season, this fall season with strength and with courage and with confidence. Bless you. Hey, my name is Seb, and you're listening to the Scattered Saints Podcast. Thanks for joining us today. If you'd like to know more about who Jesus is, uh, head over to scatteredsaints.ca forward slash Jesus, and we have more information for you there as well. You can get connected to one of our locations, and we would love to get to know you a little bit better. As well, every single week we have live church starting on September 13th. We're back in real life, so if you'd like to get your tickets uh, just to make sure that we can track numbers, Head over to scatteredsaints.ca and we would love to have you register there. Thanks for joining us for the Scattered Saints podcast. We'll see you next time.